Lights, camera, action. When a script is written that is so bad, no one will film it. These brave podcasters will bring it to life just so they can mock it. This is Table Reads. So the movie's a good part, which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Table Reads with Sean McBee, Jeff Lewis, and Joshua Baker. Part six of The Star Wars, and you might think that that makes it the last part. And my friends, you would be so wrong. Uh, Fucking got him. How, how many episodes was Lord of the Rings? 11. Oh, we won't beat that. Never mind. No, okay. this this will be shorter than that. I expect maybe eight. If we with hit nine, as, I'll be with, surprised. With half as many characters. That's impressive. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I feel like Lord of the Rings has far less characters than this. That's what I'm saying. This is fucking. It's a, I don't know. This has twice as many, twice as many characters and less screen time. It's insane. Yeah. Previously on Table Reads. Okay. So there's an evil galactic kingdom and they're trying to take over the planet Tonawi because of their advanced technology, which includes the extension of human life by 200 years. The war for the planet lasts three hours, which the evil galactic kingdom is uh, victorious in. Despite the the assurances of the evil galactic king that the royal family would not be harmed, the queen sends her three children off to safety with die warrior Luke Skywalker and then blows herself up. Skywalker is assisted by his orphaned apprentice Justin and Captain Oxum and a scaly green monster named Han Solo, plus some familiar robots, in his efforts to protect Princess Zara and her two younger brothers, the latter of two who are asleep in a high-tech backpack with wires in their heads for some reason. Oh, and he's also transporting 30 pureed brains to pay the chrome company to protect the royal kids. And that's a whole other thing. But it turns out the chrome company handoff was a trap! And everyone is captured except Luke and Han, who killed 12 men in an instant by screaming and jumping on them while handcuffed? <laughs> when we left off, they were attempting to find the rest of their group by instructing C3 to push some buttons. Fade in. Incredible. I didn't. I was very surprised that I like remembered all of that. You savanted right through that shit, and I loved it. I uh, blocked out. <laughs> Who is this? This script does that. <laughs> Electro closet hallway, Baltarian freight freighter, Tanawi. Captain Valor and Oxus reach a second series of electro closets. A signal appears on the Seekers, and Valor cuts down the door of one of the small cabinets. Oxus stands guard. Approaching troops are heard in the distance. Valor quickly rummages through the electro-packs until he spots the familiar case containing the two boys. Troops! 
Valor straps on one of the backpacks and hands the other to Oxus as they duck into a narrow passageway. Four troops march through a nearby hallway. After they have passed, the young captain checks to make sure the way is clear, then runs down a hallway toward the main hatch. Bridge, Baltarian Freighter, Tanawi. As the crew makes the final preparations for the blast-off, the main hatch light blinks on. One of the pilots notices the light and begins to check it out. Is the main hatch secure? Main hatch, Baltarian Freighter, Tanawi. The intercom sparks to life, and the general answers it. Everything looks secure, but give me a minute to check it out. All right, stand by. The general winks to Han as C-3 continues his attempt to override the hatch computer. Hallways. Baltarian freighter. Tanawi. Captain Valor and Oxus cautiously move down a long hallway, ever watchful of royal troops. They reach an intersection, carefully check in all directions, then rush down a main hallway. They are about halfway down the hallway when a squad of royal guards appears at the end of the hallway facing them. The troops start toward the two captains with lowered laser rifles. Here's where it gets tricky. Valor, then Oxus, quit. And again, he's usually Justin, but now he's Valor. Yeah, it took me a minute to read through it. I'm glad Josh caught up on it. <laughs> like, wait, who the fuck was Valor? Valor, then Oxus, quickly and smoothly draw their laser pistols and fire at the troops. A giant explosion destroys the far end of the hallway. (laughs) A few laser bolts are returned, but streak harmlessly overhead and explode out of range. The exchange of gunfire lasts only a few moments. When the smoke clears, the troops have been destroyed. Scene 100. Main hatch, Baltarian freighter, Tanawi. The main hatch slowly begins to slide open when the rumbling explosion of laser fire echoes through the hallways. Han looks to the general, and they both instantly realize what has happened. Han draws his weapons. The hatch is now fully open. Everyone stands silently, watching for the two captains. Alarms start screaming throughout the ship, and the giant hatch slowly begins to close. Come on, we can't wait. The group reluctantly exit the spacecraft, giving one last look back to their lost friends. The hatch continues to slowly close as the alarm sirens wail. Suddenly, Valor and Oxus round a corner and head for the ever-closing hatch, battling several royal troopers as they go. Han and the general move up to the hatch and give cover fire. Oxus slips through the shrinking opening and yells to Valor to hurry. Many more troops bear down on the young Dai as he squeezes through the very slim opening. One of the troops dives after him but is caught and crushed by the emergency hatch. (sighs) Boarding ramp. (laughs) Gordon Spaceport, Tonawi. The general leads the group through various corridors. Once the alarm sounds, the entire spaceport will shut down. They stop at a junction. At the far end of one hallway, several troops guard a restricted passageway. That's the military section. Fighter craft. On. Oh, oh, my computer froze up. Sorry. 
<clears throat> but it's very heavily guarded. We can't take it with <clears throat> we can't take it with subtlety. Before the general can answer, the acute scream of the spaceport alarm reverberates through the corridors. The general, followed by his two young captains, charge toward the heavily guarded military passageway. Han, with the princes and two robots, follow at a safe distance behind. A guard sees them coming and orders them to stop. Captain Valor and the general fire their laser pistols and the passageway entrance uh, at the passageway entrance and the troops disappear in a huge explosion. Fuck. They just shoot their guns and they explode. Bad guys, like. Those are some serious guns. That's what Valor, the little Valor boy got shot with. The group. Wait, didn't he get struck down by a laser sword? I think so, but then and he then blowed up. <laughs> the group jump over the dead guards and smoking rubble. <laughs> Grab those corpses. We may need them for something. <laughs> there may be booby traps. They they use those corpses a lot. <laughs> uh, then run through a series of hallways leading to a starship. Uh, sorry. They stop just short of an intersection leading to a boarding ramp. Valor peeks around a corner at two guards standing in front of the boarding ramp. Cutters, we'll have to draw them out. A blast might, a blast might alert the crew. A2, come here. The little robot waddles over to the old die. Move to that intersection and sound the alarm. The mechanical dwarf dutifully marches into the intersection and lets out a high electronic scream. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. The guards shut off the deadly laser cutters and cautiously approach the wailing robot. What is it? What's wrong? (laughs) With incredible speed, both guards are dropped by a few precision blows from the two young captains. They immediately drag the unconscious guards into the starship. We'll need these later. It is the die way. Yeah. <laughs> May the force of others be with you. <laughs> nice. Valor, Oxus, stand guard. I'll signal a takeoff minus 30 and reverse that cutter. What the fuck is minus 30? <laughs> I, I don't know, but he's about to chunk a body I into hate that reading cutter. it. I'll signal at I'll signal at takeoff minus 30. Takeoff minus 30. So 30 So like T minus 30. T minus something. 30. Fuck him. 30 what? Fuck you, George Lucas. Yeah, 30 seconds, 30 minutes. That I mean, that's something you really want to communicate to your people. (laughs) 30 seconds after I chunk this body out the window, that'll be your sign. (laughs) Minus 30 electro packs. Gyro electro packs. Interior Royal Starship Tanawi. Han and the General, followed by Zara and the robots, enter the Royal Starship. They rush through several narrow hallways leading to the bridge. Two crew members leave it, leaving a control station stumble into the group and are quickly dispatched by Han. The princess waits with the robots as the General and Han enter the bridge. The two pilots and navigator are taken by surprise and are promptly subdued. 
Han switches on the intercom and listens. How are we gonna get the silo cover? Can you read that again? You cut out. How are we gonna get them to open the silo cover? Send C3 in here. Dispose of any crewmen left on board. Boarding ramp, spaceport, Tonawi. Valor and Oxus now wear the uniform of the Royal Guard. Oxus has removed a plate from the cutter mechanism and is crossing a few wires. He replaces the cutter plate just as a squad of stormtroopers rushes toward the door. An officer salutes them. Have you seen them? No, sir. They're in this section somewhere. I'm doubling all the guards. Stay alert. <laughs> I love that voice. You should use it more often. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. The guards take up positions just outside the cutter areas, and the squad moves on to another starship. Valor gives his partner a philosophical look. Interior Royal Starship, Tanawi. The gleaming chrome C3 sits in the pilot's seat, talking on the intercom to a controller. He breaks off his continual drone of takeoff instructions to the controller and turns to the general, shaking his head. They won't buy it. I think they're getting suspicious. Han enters. The crew is taken care of. Well, they're not going to open the silo cover, so I'm afraid we'll have to take it with us. You're going to sustain considerable damage if we blast through that cover. It's a thin shell. There's no choice. Signal the boys. Boarding ramps, spaceport, Tanawi. Warning lights flash and the main hatch to the starfighter slowly begins to close. The two royal stormtroopers yell at Valor and Oxus. Watch, Watch it. it! Don't fire into Don't those, fire cutters. those cutters! Shut down the cutters! Shut down the cutters! Shut down the cutters! <laughs> <laughs> Is this two troopers? So I was trying yeah. to like link up with Sean. So everybody barks the same order at the same time. It's crazy. What are they, clones? Uh, <laughs> I also have to say, like, this is basically the Millennium Falcon taking off from uh, yep. Moss Eisley, but six times longer. Like, there's so much going on here versus Han running up the ramp, shooting behind him, and then jumping in his seat, and then takes off, and troopers are shooting at him, and then... Like, there's no... There's no, like, sense of urgency or excitement here at all. Everything is taking so long just for a, a ship to fly away. Right. And he's even, like, politely communicating with the fucking traffic controller. They've like, killed so like, many fucking troopers, too. Like, they just yeah, shoot them, like, and they explode. Boom, dead. Like, And the traffic controller's like, well, all's fair play. Anyway, just let me know 30 seconds before you take off. Yeah. I mean, all of this is just, it's it's what we Damn call, the rules. It's, it's what we call in the film industry, bad. Just real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. This is bullshit. Bad, you say. We should have our own rewards show. I mean, we're we're at over a hundred episodes. I feel like we have enough content in the can that we can do an awards show. And oh, like the, 
the tableys <laughs> <laughs> for the worst shit. Yeah. yeah. We come up with the worst name for the worst. Oh, <laughs> this sounds like a great fucking idea. I love it. I'm uh, going like to dress up. Worst, worst <laughs> vehicle. Worst and best vehicle. Like, oh my God. That's I, a I, great I, idea. I want, the, I want the Nazi tank. From oh, yeah. Indiana the three story tank is immediately yeah. what popped into my head. Yep. Well, we we gotta have others though. It has to be a competition. You can't just be like, and the winner is. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there are other vehicles. There were, yeah. there were like, there was boats a really and- stupid robot thing from uh, the Wonder Woman script. That monster at the very end. And she had an invisible jet. Yep, she did have an invisible jet. Don't forget that's, that. That's a stupid fucking idea. And then there's, uh. Uh, Maximus's feet. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking, I was thinking you could have like dumb prop and and Maximus's shield came to mind. No, I was thinking of the horse that the one guy rode backwards. (laughs) 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 Oh, this is great. We're going to have to, we're going to have to put some time into this. You'd have to go digging into the, like into the, into the, the previous episodes and like find the clip. And then like, and then like have it like play the clip. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Oh, that's a lot of work. <laughs> but it'd be funny. <laughs> it's a lot of work, but I mean, okay, may as well. I love this idea. All right. Well, we'll do that later. <laughs> no, now. The two captains pretend to be confused and not understand. At the last minute, they leap aboard the starship. The hatch slides closed and the boarding ramp drops away. Several more guards arrive and give the troopers a special cart, which turns the small cutter warning lights from red to green. The guards rush onto the boarding ramp and are wiped out by the reversed cutters. Reverse cutters? We only got, we just got introduced to regular cutters. If only they had some corpses to protect them. (laughs) Yeah, but what would they do? Suck the corpses in this time? I, I don't know. I don't know anything. Let's not ever say suck corpses again, Jeff. <laughs> don't tell me how to live my life. I'm the tableys, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> Interior, starships, Tanawi. They strap themselves into life pods. C3 and the general move forward and the giant ship shudders as it starts to lift off the launch pad. With tense expressions... They all brace for the impact of the silo cover. Starship, spaceport silo, Tanawi. The mighty starship thunders out of the silo, crashing through the cover plate, sending shrapnel in all directions. The ship leaps toward the heavens. I have to stop again because there's a silo. I think this is a rocket ship, like a Saturn-class or Apollo-class rocket. This is not okay. like a sci-fi looking thing. This is just a fucking rocket. Two yeah. Captains, laser cannons. This is insane. This is okay. like this is like 1940s level like rocket hanging on a string kind of shit that he's picturing in his head. What why did they have to put the kids in a bag? They couldn't just dis- all the rest of them wore disguises. 
don't to get I don't know why the kids need to be put into because backpacks that require suicidal batteries astronaut helmets <laughs> we haven't sunk so low to hire kids yet have we no get them <laughs> what the fuck anyway um where are we are, are we at me uh hold on um boarding camps sure. boarding yeah. camps spaceport tanawi Royal flight crews rush to their starships. Pilots receive their clearances and several giant silo covers swing away, revealing deadly hunter-destroyer spaceships. Interior, bridge, starship, space. Han and the general watch as 500 destroyers leave the spaceport at Gordon. Josh. We suffered light damage to a deflector fin. It would take them quite a while to catch up with us now. Tell the boys to get some rest. Aft section, starship, space. Han retreats to the aft section of the ship, where the two captains are checking out the two main laser cannons mounted in large rotating bubble turrets. Those stayed. (laughs) Oh, no side of the silo. Anyway, the old boy says you should get some rest. You got some time before they catch up to us. Han notices the packs containing the young princess princes. Better store the boys in a life pod. Secure them well. He heads back toward the bridge, followed by... Okay, just got to rewind for a second. Um, He did say, like, oh, he's using up his battery more quickly than I thought. Uh, I should check that. And Luke was like, oh, wait and check it until everything's secure. And then shit went down. Nobody has checked that fucking backpack. Why do they have to stay in the backpack now that they're on the ship? Because reasons, Jeff. Oh, you you told me you knew things. I remembered the overall story. <laughs> I still don't know why these kids are in backpacks. Why can't you remember the future, goddammit? Because we already finished the Watchmen script. I am no longer Dr. Manhattan. Sean Stradamus. The table for dumbest weapon goes to space-time gun. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He heads back toward the bridge, followed by Oxus. Valor carries the two micro-packs to a life pod and straps them in. He checks Oeda's energy supply. There it is! It is low. Zara approaches him. Couldn't we let them out now? Like Jeff just said. (laughs) It's better this way. Things are going to get rough. (laughs) Will we make it? Is there any hope? Stay with me. I love you. What the fuck? What the fuck? (laughs) I want to remind our listeners that upon their meeting, he punched her in the face. That's why she loves him. There has been nothing to build up any relationship between these two other than hatred at all. And now she's like, stay with me. I love you. God, George Lucas fucking sucks, man. Why why couldn't I read Zara like I read fucking What's-Her-Face's Padme? (laughs) Will we make it? Is there any hope? Stay with me. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Just this four sentences. That's four non sequiturs. 
this just makes no fucking sense. Oh, this is great. Okay, Cap- keep going. Captain Valor is slightly shocked at this outburst. <gasps> the princess starts to cry and clings to him f- for support. Aha! Aha! No one is going to die. Stop acting like a child and start behaving like a queen. What is this silly talk of love? You belong to the people of Tanawi, and my job is to return you to them. Nothing more. Now straighten up and get into a life pod, bitch. <laughs> She's deeply hurt by his callousness. Uh, for full disclosure, Josh added the word bitch. It belonged <laughs> there, but it was not there. <laughs> you should my- read that. You should read that whole thing as uh, as the pimp from uh, the Batman thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> the pimp knew my face. <laughs> she's she's deeply hurt by his callousness. She breaks away from him and runs down a hallway into a life pod. He is tired and angry at the whole incident. What the fuck? <laughs> Table Reads will return after this brief word from our sponsors. What's up, docs and docettes? Trevor Thompson, the self-appointed Looney Tunes critic here, and if you like old cartoons and watching online reviewers dissect them, then you probably said the same thing I did about two years ago. Hey, what the fuck? Mayor, watch your language, you bud. Every Saturday morning, I do a brand new commentary of a Warner Brothers short. All throughout the month, I do video essays examining the history of these cartoons. Catch my videos on youtube.com slash ferriswheelhouse2, or just use the hashtag Looney Tunes Critic. And now, here's Eric Bauza, the new voice of Bugs Bunny. You've been listening to the Looney Tunes Critic. Ain't he a stinker? Lights, camera, action. So the movie's kaput. Which means your script ain't worth the buffalo shit on a nickel. Now, back to Table Reads. Josh, I cut you off saying what the fuck. Please, Bro, that's, elaborate. That's, yeah, what the fuck is this shit? Like, where where did this come from? And how... Okay, if, if Zara was, like, like, making eyes at Justin this whole time and he can, like, sense fucking murderers hiding in places, you think he'd be like, oh, that bitch want my dick. Like, what the fuck? Like, she's, like, emotionally trapped between being, like, a sister and someone with Stockholm Syndrome. I get it. it <laughs> I hate George Lucas. He's like, my mission was to take you away from Tanawi so that I can take you back to Tanawi. Yeah. It, <laughs> Don't it, you understand? Yeah, this is pretty cool shit, yeah, man. Yeah, they literally are like 30 feet away from the planet. And yep. he's like, I just need to get you back to the people of Tanawi. <laughs> we have to stop leaving Tanawi. Bang a Yui, everybody. <laughs> In our regular rocket ship. Yeah. Fuck. Fade in. Bridge, starship, space. C3 guides the starship toward the Apu- Af- Afuchi system. <laughs> That's racist. Uh, Ap- Apuchi system? Oh, no, uh, I think I, I, t- I call it the Apahuchi. That's racist. What? The the Ofuchi system. The the Ofuchi system. Ofuchi system. Sure. You disgraced in all the Ofuchis. 
<laughs> why you gotta be such an Ofuchi, Jeff? Yeah. Why, why is he naming these things by, like, dumping random tiles out of a Scrabble bag? He just lets his little nephew run by the fridge and rearrange all the magnets. <laughs> He's like, oh, I need, I need a planet. Fuchi, I like that. They're going through the Ofuchi <laughs> system. You know, you know what happened is George is writing this and he's as frustrated with all the different names as we are and he's just like I don't uh, whatever whatever that is that's what it is now I'm tired of calling him Quinitar his name's Justin now <laughs> and all these names change with every draft like almost everybody's name it's bananas The general watches the computer readout, estimate the position of the Royal Hunter Destroyers. Hostile craft will intercept at 30 plus. That, that means nothing. More, mean, more stupid. Means literally nothing. 30 plus? Wow, that's so late. 30 what? And plus yeah. how much? 30? That's only, that, that's the girls I like to date. Is They've got to be 30 plus. <laughs> is plus a measure of time? Well, with the normal exchange rate, 30 plus Avahuchis is 14 Tanawis. So electro packs. They're twice as many Tanawis as there are Abuchis. Well, you see, Tanawi has uh, a 67 hour day because of the, the two suns and the five moons um, and the red sky. But now they're in space, so they have to use space time, which is different than like the 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 universe that you know is made up of space time it's like a it's standard space time zone kind of thing because there's no you so a sundial doesn't work in space <laughs> i'm never gonna a be a sundial upset. doesn't work in space we can't we can't send an astronaut into the sun because they'll burn up so we have to wait until it's nighttime so that we can, <laughs> we can <laughs> fuck aft section starship space captain valor rests in one of the laser cannon pod bays he is thinking about zara why slowly a smile creeps across his face why, why? he why? makes a decision jumps up and hurries down a hallway why <laughs> he taps fuck. on the life head bulkhead and oxus opens the door Valor is surprised. He was trying to fuck. <laughs> what is it? Where is Zara? She went forward. What's going on with you two? I love her. <laughs> uh, hello, Josh. Read, read me again. All right. <clears throat> she went forward. What's going on with you two? I love her. You're asking for trouble. She's a queen. Do you know what you're saying? I don't care. I've got to talk. Oxus just shakes his head. <laughs> but before Valor can finish his sentence, the ship is rocked by a bombardment of proton torpedoes. <laughs> oh, you know what? When the ship took off, I forgot Jeff's favorite sound effect. <gasps> every time <laughs> it's so long oh shit uh, the intercom squawks to life get to those guns 
Captain Valor and Oxus rush to the late loser cannons and jump into the protective suits and helmets. I love her. I love her. I love her. <laughs> I don't love sand. You are not Zara. Where is Zara? I killed them all, the women and the children. <laughs> Bridge, starship, space. <laughs> Han- <laughs> it's what it says. <laughs> Fucking haiku. <laughs> Bridge, starship, space. Space. It's like Christopher Walken on one of those like Holly or what's the pyramid one where they gotta just say a bunch of words and guess what the fucking actual thing is. Han enters the bridge and sits before a fire control center. The general sits in a chair slightly behind and above C3, directing the robot pilot. Turn around, let's face them. I'll try spinning, that's a good trick. <laughs> A2 Sitting quietly in a corner, watches as C3 punches new information into the computer and the giant starship swings around in a sharp circle. Several torpedoes explode near the ship. The general switches on to the intercom. Wait, did your, does both of your script also cut off? Uh, A2 sitting quietly in a corner, watches as C3 punches? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't care about anything after that. <laughs> Wait, what? Like oh yeah, yeah. the page, the stuff. purge ta- page turn. <laughs> it's just him terrified of C three. Just uh, uh. <laughs> You boys ready? Aft section, starship, space. The captains adjust the laser cannon controls in front of them and check in with the general. They should be in range in twelve seconds. Oh, now we have an actual, like, measure that's, of time. That's nine pluses. <laughs> 14, 14 parsecs. Captain Valor adjusts his giant laser ACAC cannon, searching his electronic... Tr- okay, every time he says ACAC cannon, you know what I think of? Backpack, uh, backpack. Uh, Mark, no, attack? a Pepe Le Pew cartoon where he, uh, he pretends to be a machine gun. Uh... He like points his fingers at uh at the cat and goes, ah, I bless you with my <laughs> ack ack of love. Nah, I love that cut. That's a good deep cut. <laughs> ack ack of love. I was really going Mars Attack. Oh that's yep. a that's a good one too, but uh no, I I it's always deep. go to Looney Tunes before Tim Burton. Uh Ack Ack Cannons. Where the fuck did that go? Ah, uh, searching his electronic tracking screen for the Hunter Destroyer. Oxus is having a problem with one of the rotating mechanisms on the huge gun. He curses, climbs out of the chair, and attempts to fix it. Space fuck. <laughs> fuck! 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 No, no, no! No, it's, it's a fucking space curse. Space fuck! Space fuck! <laughs> space fuck! <laughs> Uh, my vertical rotating circuits are out. The princess straps herself into a small life pod. Actually, there are space curses in Star Wars. There's a uh, nerf herder. Nerf herder. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I can't think of any other like ex- exclamations. Scruffy looking nerf herder. I think there's other ones we're just not thinking of. 
I don't know. Name one. Do it. Y Youngling. That, what? I guess That's there's uh. Crink, Farkled, Kark, Criff. All right, we're, we're moving on. Okay. Oh, Bantha Poodoo. Oh, ah, Poodoo. Like you you got it. Yep. You did it, and that's the best one. Yeah, agreed. Unseated <laughs> the best one to the next best one. The princess straps herself into a small life pod. Only the slightest hint of concern or worry shows in her face. She listens to her protectors relay instructions as they as the enemy approach. Bridge, starship, space. The starship shudders as the hunter-destroyers open fire. Han relays the stars, starship's status to the general as C-3 struggles to keep up with the barrage of orders. We're losing deflectors. 3, 31, and 10, 42. Okay, yeah, three, 3 and 31 are not two different ones. It's 331 and 10, 42. Oh. <laughs> Cut hard to Meridian 906, level to 3 degrees. We're coming under one. Wait for my signal. Ah. Aft section, starship, space. The constant flashing of the deflected laser bolts reflect in the interior of the laser cannon bubble. Captain Valor rechecks his firing switches. Oxus adjusts his headphones and lowers a glare reflector. He raps on the power rotation circuits and gives them a little test burst. The pod instantly rotates a few degrees. The large starship heads directly toward the three enemy ships and then, at the last moment, dives under the attacking craft. Valor watches the smaller crafts pass overhead, aching to open fire. He calls Oxus on the intercom. I've got no signal. I'm on target. What's wrong? What's he waiting for? I've got an open shield. The three royal craft are firing incessantly at point-blank range. Wait for the signal. But Captain Fowler has a perfect shot and he can't wait. He squeezes the trigger and the giant laser cannon with a burst of smoke and electrical charge opens up on the enemy craft. Yeah. <laughs> Moments later, the signal lights flash on and Oxus commences firing on the receding hunter-destroyers. Two of the royal craft break off and prepare for another attack run. The third is hit by a concentrated barrage from the two captains and begins spinning out of control until it finally explodes. Oxus gives the victory wave, which Justin gleefully returns. These moments of triumph are broken by the intercom. Captain Valor, next, next run, you wait for my signal. We haven't much power to spare on your inaccurate grandstanding. Justin's pride is wounded. He resets his accelerators as the two remaining hunter-destroyers begin a second run. Bridge, starships, base. Han turns to the general. We have a weakened shield on the port turret. Warn Captain Valor. Get him out of there. Change your heading by 0.5. Aft section, starship, space. Princess Zara listens to Han warn Valor. Your shield power is down. Abandon that position and seal your section report. Captain, do you hear me? Captain! Zara becomes worried that something has happened to Justin. 
The young captain switches off the intercom system and signals to Oxus that the system has gone dead. Before Oxus can answer, the two hunter-destroyer spacecraft are upon them once again. Laser bolts flash all around them. The general's signal flashes on, and the captain starts to return the fire. One of the royal fighters concentrates its fire on Valor's weakened gunport. A direct hit blows open a hole in the turret, and everything that isn't bolted down is sucked into outer space, including Captain Valor. He bangs against the side of the starship, held only by a weakened lifeline. The princess hears Oxus explain Valor's predicament, and rushes back to help him. She is stopped by a pressure locked door leading to the gun emplacement. Being dead is not much of a predicament. It's sort of the end. <laughs> this is really inconvenient. I mean, I don't remember them saying they were putting on spacesuits, right? Right. And he describes every single button push. So if they put on a spacesuit, there would have been a page about it, right? <laughs> Electro gyro spacesuit. Bridge, starship, space. The general orders C3 to swing the spacecraft around and start a new attack. He turns to A2. Use the aft port. See what you can do for Valor. A2 hurriedly waddles out of the bridge. C3 and Han simultaneously turn to the general. More craft approaching! It looks like at least six or seven. The general studies the radar scopes and then checks a galactic map displayed on one of the monitors. Change course to 3.1. That will... Well, fuck. <clears throat> that will head us directly into the path of the Norton asteroid belt. That asteroid belt is too dense to pass through. The ship won't make it. We'll never defeat, we'll never defeat them in combat. It's our only chance to lose them. C3 punches in new coordinates as the starship veers away toward the treacherous asteroid belt. Do you see how much this doesn't work versus Han being a grandstanding, egotistical pilot? Yep. Why can't Oxus and Han just be the same character? Clearly, <laughs> Joseph Campbell asked that same question. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, what if what if Han becomes a person and Oxus becomes a giant screaming dog creature? <laughs> what if, yeah. What if what if he had this written and somebody finally gave him like the fucking middle finger? He's like, listen, you got to cut back on some of this dialogue. He's like, okay. And they're like, this Oxus character can go. He's like, yeah, but I already hired my buddy Peter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll go. I'll go talk to him. Hey, Mayhew, uh, change your plans. No, it's see, here's what he, he's like. I'll just have him do a dog howl, but I'll know what he's saying. <laughs> I'll just I'll just have R two do some bleeps and bloops, but I'll know. Every time they do it, he's over there chuckling to himself like. Yup, <laughs> <laughs> yup. Good one, good one, good one, R2. Jaw was like, Lucas is over there tearing up. He's like, man, that was really sweet. Sejaba Nobada. 
All right, enough of that. I th I think what happened was I just saw this giant chunk of direction that I didn't want to fucking read. He just wanted to talk to us for a second. He's like, guys, interact with me. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <sighs> Scene 120. And I want to point out, we're only like... Uh... 75% through the script and we're already at scene 120. Jesus Christ. Aft section. Starship. Space. Ooh. Oxus fires on one of the two hunter destroyers which is pacing the rebel starship. Captain Valor unsuccessfully tries to pull himself back inside the spacecraft. The enemy craft maneuvers wildly in an attempt to get into a better position to fire on Valor. Oxus blasts away until the Royal Spacecraft spews forth equipment and per... Wait a second. So, the this guy, this enemy craft, is like, instead of blowing up the ship, why don't we just aim at that one dude that's dangling out of it? <laughs> he must be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> He's the linchpin to the whole operation. Yeah, we're taking down the rebellion right now. Uh, Oxus blasts away until the Royal Spacecraft spews forth equipment and personnel, careens off, and eventually explodes. Did they just eject all of their people and shit? No, I think he blew a hole in their hull and they just got sucked out. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But they didn't have tethers like Justin does. <laughs> well, they couldn't afford rope. Eight. Well, no, they're, they got a fucking whole galactic kingdom to run. Maybe. Can't be wasting money on rope. <laughs> A2 wobbles along the exterior of the ship until he reaches the stranded captain. He attaches a new lifeline to the young Dai's spacesuit and makes his way back inside the wounded craft. Valor is pulled to safety just as the starship enters the asteroid belt. A barrage of small and large asteroids begins to pelt the ship, causing a great deal of damage. Skywalker. Oh, man. <clears throat> Secure yourselves. We may have to eject. Abandon the turrets. The princess rushes back to her life pod and straps herself in. Oxus and A2 help Valor make his way out of the laser cannon turrets and through a series of locks to the life pod area. Bridge, starship, space. The asteroids hit hard. The ship is buffeted to and fro as the General, Han, and C-3 struggle into their spacesuit-like life pods. The Royal Hunter-Destroyer closest to the Rebel ship explodes in the onrush of deadly asteroids. The new reinforcement Hunter-Destroyers turn back and give up the pursuit. They disappear from the tracking monitors. The asteroid bombardment becomes almost unbearable. Warning lights begin to flash. Extending foils, antenna, and armament pods are scraped away from the starship hull. A base... A baseball-sized hole is punched through the midsection, and hundreds of objects are sucked into space. A large locker eventually plugs up the opening. The starship and her passengers shudder and sway under the punishment of the asteroid storm. The ship is breaking up! We're almost clear of the storm! We'll never make it! Eject! We must eject! The general watches the computer monitor as the starship emerges from the far side of the asteroid belt. 
We're approaching one of the forbidden systems. We've got to achieve orbit. We'll never make it! The starship heads for a small blue-green planet in the distance. Fade out. We're cutting this episode a little short because someone has somewhere to be. I'm not saying who or where because that is our mystery. Where do you got to be, Josh? God damn it, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a, I've got a, uh, I got a port to eject. (laughs) He's talking about butt stuff. So, um, Josh, tell people where they can find you on the internet when you're not here entertaining them. You guys can find me at joshuajbaker.com. I do voice acting. I do video stuff. I'm in the Atlanta area. If you want to reach out to me directly, josh, J-O-S-H, at joshuajbaker.com. Hey, good job. And um, you can hit tablereadspodcast.com for all your table reads needs. Um, or go to our link tree uh, if you're on YouTube that's on the screen right now uh, and get links to everywhere we are online don't forget to jump on our Patreon you could have been right here with us chatting with us while we read this garbage uh, live uh, on our YouTube live stream if you wanted to be but you weren't because you suck but for $5 a month, you wouldn't suck anymore. What about that, huh? Pay us to like you. Um, and also, uh, I do another podcast called Stargirl After Show. If you're into the CW show Stargirl, which you should be because it's great, go listen to that, stargirlaftershow.com. That's it for us. We will be back for part seven. Why? Yeah. Uh, next week. So uh, tune in for that. And until then, we will miss you. This podcast was created by Sean McBee. For more, visit TableReadsPodcast.com. Cut to black.